We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, guys, I think it's pretty safe to say the Indianapolis Colts are in a pickle right now when it comes to the cornerback position. Derek, unfortunately, you had to watch that game and the Colts defense attempt, and I say attempt very lightly because it didn't even seem like it, attempt to stop the pass, I guess, um, you know, with what they were able to not do this last week and just completely getting lit up by Derek Carr and the Saints. Obviously, they were missing Juju Brent's their number one corner. But, Derek, it's become very obvious that the cornerback position right now for the Indianapolis Colts is an issue, and it needs to be addressed in some form or fashion because you cannot do what you did a week ago. You cannot do what you did on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it it was really bad. And, I mean, we we're going to continue to have – a lot of conversations probably throughout the year of, you know, why the coaching staff is allowing this to happen. Uh, why Chris Ballard is allowing this stuff to happen. Um, but I mean, again, Cody, I don't know when we're going to upload this, but I mean, the deadline from the time we're recording, this is only about, you know, less than 24 hours away now. And, you know, we still haven't heard anything from the Colts on the forefront of, getting some help. Uh, I mean, just clearly right now with what you have going on with this corner room, it's a lot of very unfortunate stuff that's been happening. But I mean, again, Ballard has the opportunity here to try and fix this. Try. Keyword try. Whether he does or not is the big question. Is isn't the question here? It's a matter of does he just continue to let the dumpster fire continue to burn, or does he attempt to put it out in some way, shape, or form? Right. And you know, I said this, Derek, uh, on Sunday. I said this. I posted on X, and I said, "Look, my issue was not with Chris Ballard. Was not the way that he addressed it in the offseason. Like, I actually think he did a pretty good job of addressing the cornerback position in the offseason, right? Because you think about it. You know, obviously, Stephon Gilmore, he wants to be traded. All right. You know what? You honor his request. He's a veteran. You send him off to Dallas. Okay. Like, you can, that one really couldn't be helped, but you still had Isaiah Rodgers at that point. 
You know, you still had Dallas Flowers, who we showed when he was healthy that he can play some good snaps for you. You know, you had Kenny Moore still. And then you added not one, not two, but three corners in the draft. So you think you have six guys right there that really, you know, like you felt pretty good about. And then obviously we know about the Isaiah Rogers suspension, which was huge. I mean, if you, honestly, Derek, if you think about it, if that doesn't happen, you feel you feel fine about your quarterback depth right now. You still feel pretty good about it. Yeah. But that happens. You know, obviously you cut Darius Rush. Juju Brents gets injured. Dallas Flowers gets injured. And now you're down to this, this spot. So my, my, I guess my issue with Chris Ballard has not been what he did this offseason. It's been the reaction when in, in accordance to those moves, right? They've made no major moves at corner. Even back when, you know, the Isaiah Rogers suspension happened, for example, they didn't do anything. And I get, you know, having that youth movement and going all in on that. But also at the same time, you need talent out there because this unit, they cost you that game. Let's be completely honest. They cost the Colts that game yesterday. And again, I don't put that, you know, I know a lot of people are going all in on Tony Brown. I mean, for good reason, it was a terrible game, but Tony Brown shouldn't be out there. He's your like fifth string corner, Derek. Like he shouldn't be out there having to face off against, you know, starters. He just shouldn't. And so I think what Chris Ballard, where he really struggles is that blind faith that we talk about all the time. That blind faith in guys simply cannot get it done. We saw it last year. Matt Pryor, Danny Pincher, both got benched. Heck, we saw it this year, I mean, a little bit with Daryl Baker. Like, he just was not, I mean, to their credit, they benched him and they had some other guys that could step up. But, Derek, right now it's very obvious that the guys that are in the building that are healthy right now, um, especially the one, it's not going to get the job done. It's just not. And so I understand the youth movement. I totally get that. But I think also you have to acknowledge that, like, this is a glaring weakness right now for your team. And, you know, Derek, if that if that was properly, you know, addressed after the fact, you might be sitting here at 500 or better. Like, to be completely honest with you, you might be. So that's kind of what my thoughts are with the cornerback position. And I think the Colts cannot afford to sit on their hands, cannot afford to say, oh, it's fine, we'll be fine you know, or whatever it is. Like, they just can't do that. Because that, honestly, in my opinion, it's kind of doing your team a disservice in a certain certain ways, Derek, you know? And I'm not even saying, like, you know, there's going to be a corner out there that's going to play to Juju Brent's level or whatever. But, like, you need a competent outside corner right now. You just don't have that on your roster, or at least a guy we haven't seen yet, right? Amir Speed's the only guy that I'm really interested in just because of those measurables. 6'3", runs a 4'3". But again, he's a rookie. So, yeah, the Colts need to do something about corner. I don't think there's a do they need to. I think it's how do they need to do it at this point. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, and of course, when it when it comes to Juju Brent's, uh, from what we've been hearing is that potentially uh, the IR is still in question for him, which yeah. could be, again, another four weeks for Juju Brents to be gone, which, I mean, if it, we're talking Colts Nation right now, I mean, that definitely means we won't see Juju Brents back this week. Most yeah. likely won't see him back next week. It'll probably be at least three or four weeks from now before mm-hmm. we see Juju Brents. And yeah. by that time, season's midway over. You're, you're, you're pretty much done. Like at that point, you know, and it's going to dictate a lot of things. And, you know, you have to understand the circumstance that you're in now, Cody. And we will continue to talk about, you know, we, you and I talked about it all day talking about, you know, Ballard and about Bradley and about how terrible both of these guys have been with how this situation is being dealt. Um, again, not their fault that, all of these injuries just continue to happen. Misfortune with the Isaiah Rogers thing. Injuries just keep piling on. All of this stuff. I get it. And it, it is what it is. At that point, and we have to remind ourselves once again, because I said the same thing you said, Cody. Last night, I had to remind myself, once again, this is a trial run year. This is a trial run year. I totally get it. But that is also the thing of, if it's a trial run year, are you saying if you're Ballard's uh, psyche saying that, I mean, that's why I don't go and get a big name guy or even get anyone for that matter and just ride with them just because we know it's not. But I mean, the problem is, is that it's not going to, it's not going to get any better from here. I'd imagine it probably might get a little better, but it can't get any worse than what it was yesterday. I mean, literally Derek Carr had maybe one of the best games of his entire life uh, against a Colts secondary that is completely demised of any corner depth at this point, yeah, besides Kenny Moore. Point. And even then, I mean, Kenny Moore, I think, got hurt in the uh, game on Sunday too. So, I mean, that's a thing. You know, it's just a matter of saying, do we just accept that our secondary is what it is now? Just depthless, young, inexperienced, not going to stop anyone. I mean, it just seems like on one hand, I totally get it. But on the other hand, I'm like, seems like a really stupid way to go about your year, even if it's just a trial run to just say, I'm giving up on the corner group altogether that means just giving up on your defense altogether because the rest of your team is just going to, and the rest of your defense is going to struggle because now no one can guard anyone outside of Kenny Moore. Well, that's what I'm saying, Derek, is like, okay, if you're going to say it's a trial run, at least put out the young guys, right? At least get some young guys to put out there, right? If it's a mere speed and he gets beat, so be it. You know, like I'd rather that happen than a player who's been in the league like Tony Brown you know, like I'd rather it, you know, 
I'd rather get the lumps with the young guys than get the lumps with the veterans, if that makes any sense. Like, I'd rather lose with the young guys and struggle rather than struggle with the old guys. Because like you said, it can't get much worse than it was on Sunday. So why not? You know, and that's why I also am kind of a big proponent of, you know, thinking of guys like Kair Elam out there, you know, who has struggled in Buffalo so far, 2022 first round pick. Why not throw out a mid-round pick or whatever it would take to get him? Right, kind of throw a flyer out there and take a chance on a young guy. Like that's what I'm saying. Like take a chance on some talented guys who maybe haven't worked out in previous situations because we see it all the time, Derek. Heck, we saw it with Zach Moss in Buffalo. If you're not in the right scheme, if you're not in the right mindset, sometimes all you need to get is just get out of that situation, right? And there's other corners available as well. So I'd like to see the Colts do something, get some sort of young corner, regardless of if they are quote-unquote good or a superstar at this point. Like I just, I'd rather them have some young guys that can grow and develop and learn than having these old guys back there or those veterans that we already know what they are, you know? Like, I'd rather have the 20-year-old corner getting, you know, beat and learning from it than those old heads, you know, just continuing to, to do the same exact thing time after time. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's just a matter of what, I mean, the, the whole thing is, is I think that a lot of Colts Nation seems to think that the only corner you can get that needs to be the guy is uh, is Patrick Sertan. You don't need to just get Patrick Sertan. Now, I'm all in favor of the Indianapolis Colts giving up their first-round draft pick to go and get Patrick Sertan because when Juju Brents finally comes back healthy, you have your starting corners for number one and number two for the long foreseeable future. That is exactly what I would want. Obviously, I don't see Ballard doing it because Ballard has never been a guy to deliver that much on a trade. We've seen him do it only really one time in his life, and that was DeForest Buckner, and that was three years ago. So I highly doubt that the Ballard would do that for that kind, and especially knowing how much Patrick Sertan is going to be costing. Don't Wouldn't be surprised. But there is other free agent corners out there, Cody veterans, guys who have been in the league for a long time, guys that are looking to just have a job, guys that are hungry to want to be on a team to try to prove themselves to the Indianapolis Colts and to other teams. So it's just, it's, it's hard just because it just seems like there is so much more that you could do if you're the Indianapolis Colts. And I mean, look, I'm sure I, I would hope Tony Brown could get better. Because what we saw, yeah, so what we saw Sunday was bad. Se- of the seven targets where Brown was the nearest defender, seven catches for 180 yards and a touchdown. So Tony Brown did virtually nothing. Uh, he was a liability on the football field, and that was the game plan of the of the Saints. Whoever was on uh, Tony Brown's side, throw it to him because he was open. I, I certainly hope Tony Brown gets better, but I, I'd be surprised if he plays another down because yeah. it's it's so hard to be that bad. Um, and again, like you you kept texting me all day the other day, like again, why Gus Bradley continued to keep him in there when it was a glaringly obvious what the Saints were doing. Uh, I mean, again, that's a 
that's another argument that we can talk about at the end of the year about whether or not Gus Bradley deserves to be the coordinator moving forward. But uh, as far as this goes, I just would like for Ballard to at least bring someone in, bring someone in to help, at least until you get Juju back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep, and you need some depth. Like, even when Juju was back, you need some depth, like, really bad. Because, like, Derek, you've made the bed, or you have to lay the bed that you've made for yourself by not being proactive. And this is the result. Tony Brown's out there getting torched for over 150 yards. Because you don't have any quality depth, you know, you just don't. And so that's just something that, like, that is, I mean, that's one of the biggest downfalls of Chris Ballard is just, like, dude, like, make a move. Do something. You know, like you're not going to be able to fully replace all your guys, but like at least have some sort of contingency plan because this is the NFL after all. Now, the Colts cornerback room, to be fair, it's been unbelievable this year. It's been completely decimated by different situations. But still, there were still good corners out there at the time that you could have brought in to help you out. And you just have it. And so this is the result of it. I understand going young, but also this is kind of the issue you have when you put some, some blind faith in some players. Right. So yeah, hopefully the Colts do something here in the cornerback room. Um, I think that just, they almost have to, like it almost be malpractice at this point, not to do something at that position. And man, if you're going to go for youth, play the youth, play a mere speed over these guys. I don't care at this point. Like, I'd rather him get experience than him sit on the bench and be inactive and watch Tony Brown allow 200 yards receiving every week. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. I mean, again, it's bad. And this is your excuse to try something different. It can, yeah. it cannot get worse than what we just no. saw on Sunday. It cannot. It can't. It can't. So it'll be interesting to see. And I don't think it's going to cost you that much either draft wise or, you know, monetarily, it won't cost you that much money to do this. So it makes a whole lot of sense from all those standpoints. And and it's just like you almost like have to just if Chris Ballard doesn't do this, we we have a you have to have a different conversation because that's really, really, really putting your team at a disadvantage. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, that'll do it for this one, guys. Let us know your thoughts on the cornerback position, on Chris Ballard, on Gus Bradley. Who are some players you'd like to see the Colts bring in? Would you like to see maybe a guy like Amir Speed get more run at corner? Let us know all those things in the comments below. Um, If you are new to the channel, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, turn on the notification bell so that you are in the loop when we drop new, fresh content just like this. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys. Go Colts. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. 
I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.